It's a joy to be with you today, and hallelujah, and we've welcomed Susie. It's good to see her back in, in the house, hallelujah, worshiping the Lord. I want to remind us that even though we have been going through our sheets on our purpose, our vision, mission, our motto, and so on, what we have not focused on is our mission statement, and it's simply this. We are presenting the gospel of the kingdom in worship, word, and service with excellence in motion. We know what our mission is, but this is our mission statement. So it sums up what we're doing instantly. You know, we're mobilized to do some things for the kingdom of God. Now, this is another year we have moved into phase two although it may not seem that many have recognized it at this point, but we have. We have moved into phase two of the 28-year plan. And in this particular phase, this year's basic theme is gaining momentum. Something that is small takes off really fast, but you can also swat it down or destroy it quickly. A fly will start off quick but you can swat it right out of the air. A butterfly will start out quick, and uh, it's easier to swat that out than a fly. You can, you can get it out of, you know, quickly. But the bigger, <laughs> try swatting an eagle out. <laughs> you know, but the bigger things are, it may have a slower start, even though it may be faster than that which starts out quick, but it has a slower start, and as it gains momentum, not only is it coming more, is it gaining speed, but it is also gaining power, effectiveness, influence, and a sense of perpetuity, where it perpetuates. And it's hard to stop something very large that has gained momentum. It is more difficult to stop a huge ship or even a barge than a very small boat. It takes more time for that to stop, but it also takes more time for it to start. So we're in something that is huge, is bigger than anything you've ever seen or experienced before, is bigger than anything I've ever experienced or seen before in, in the natural realm. These are things that have never been done. We have yet to discover a lot of them. That is, when I say discover, we have yet to find that these things are already here. But Yeshua, Jesus said we would, we would do them. We would accomplish them. Everything is in the earth for these things to happen. Everything is in the heavenlies for it to happen. Now let me remind us as we go forth on this, first of all, there are three passages I want us to read today, and of course I want us to go to Ephesians chapter 1, then John chapter 15, and then we will go to Proverbs chapter 22, and especially 22 verse 29 of Proverbs. But as we go over to Ephesians chapter 1, this is quite a, a chapter, but verse 2, well, let's read verses 2 and 3. I'll read from the King James. Grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places, 
in Christ Jesus. I shared a little bit about that last week and especially verse 4. But what I want to bring out this week is that we have already been blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenlies. All of them. So what I'm saying to us is here on earth, Yahweh, God has put everything on earth that we need, but he has also given us access to the blessings of the heavenlies. So there is no lack. We may not have discovered what we have, but one thing we do not have is lack. And that's where the currency of faith comes in. In the natural, it looks like lack because it may not have manifested. We consider a lack of, what we would consider a lack of manifestation or the slowdown or no manifestation of something, we consider that lack in our lives. But just because it hasn't manifested doesn't mean you are lacking it. Somebody may have come and put, let's say, $100 in a cookie jar in your home. It hasn't manifested to you, but you don't realize you are not lacking that $100. It is a blessing waiting to be discovered. So faith is the currency that causes these things to manifest for us. So when we're in Christ Jesus, technically there is no lack, even though we use the word lack for a number of things for the sake of limitations with our English language, but we have been blessed with how many spiritual blessings? And do you realize all spiritual blessings, that means that every natural blessing starts out in the spirit realm. Then it's manifested in the natural realm. The spirit realm existed before the natural realm. And so everything that is visible and physical came out of something that was invisible, a spoken word of God. And so we have all that we need and beyond that as well. So these things are here. So we are gaining momentum this year and we are going to move into greater realms of manifestation. Not only in the ministry, especially in the ministry, but it's going to happen in your life individually and as a family unit. One of the things that's going to increase is your knowledge of finances, your wisdom regarding finances, and also your finances. Because I'm going to teach the dedicated ones some things this year that's going to cause you to gain momentum financially. And it won't be just wishful, and I know what I'm talking about. I'm experienced in it. So I'm going to teach us a lot of different things, not only this, this year, but the upcoming year, and so on, and so on, year, year after year, and so on. But we are gaining, would you say it with me? We are gaining momentum. Turn to somebody and say, I'm gaining momentum. Hallelujah. Now declare that all across the board in your life. When you're facing situations that seem like it's presenting doubt and it's presenting lack and so forth, just say, I'm gaining momentum. See, this is how the Lord is working on our behalf. So we have this to look forward to. We are blessed. Not we're going to be, even though we are going to have the manifestations of blessing, so that's like we're going to be, but we are already blessed with. Now remember that verse once again. 
And let's go back to Ephesians chapter 1. And Pastor Patsy, would you read verse 3 from the complete Jewish version of the Bible? Praise be Adonai, Father of our Lord Yeshua the Messiah, who in the Messiah has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heaven. So is any spiritual blessing left out? Now we know that he put everything in the earth naturally that mankind would ever need before the fall and is still here. Hallelujah. It's just a matter of who's governing it, but it's still here. So everything is there. Everything we need, want, and desire of God is here because he gives us the desires of our heart. That is when our hearts are one with his, his desires become our desires. And realize that with God there is no lack. Hallelujah. There's more than enough. It's superabundance. In fact, one of his titles declares that there is more than enough. When you look at Yahweh Yireh, that some people would say Jehovah Jireh, he's the one who is the mighty one who sees to it that every provision is available. You say once again, no lack. No lack. I'm gaining momentum. This year, I'm gaining momentum. This year, I'm gaining momentum. Turn to somebody and say, we are gaining momentum. This year, we are gaining momentum. Now, your mission statement say, we are presenting the gospel of the kingdom in worship, word, and service with excellence in motion. We are gaining momentum. I am gaining momentum. I am moving beyond what's behind me. I'm moving ahead into that which is before me. God has prepared it for me. Therefore, I am moving into it with excellence in motion. I am gaining momentum. Hallelujah. And that's what you're doing. Hallelujah. Are you getting this? Somebody is. Glory to God. Praise God. Now there are five things that I want to address briefly regarding this year. And I'm just going to take a few more minutes uh, to do this. And one, this year, as we're getting momentum, we're going to have new charts up there. And, and I want you to take heart to those charts and exceed what you did. Excel beyond last year and what you did. That's where faith comes in because you think you really stretched yourself last year. But hallelujah. <laughs> uh, you, you want to go beyond because Yahweh is taking us beyond. And this is going to be a year of revelation, a year of wisdom, a year of knowledge, a year of practical advancement in your life as you step out in faith and continue to be consistent in what you have done over the past year. And now do this this year. Also, get bold enough to ask some people to come to service and start making that a practical thing. Don't, don't slack with that because everything that they need is here. Let me say that again. Everything that they need is here. And as they come, not only will you be encouraged, but their lives will be changed. And all of us will be greatly impacted by the Word of God. So 
five things. I want to jot these down real quickly. This year, as we gain momentum, we are focusing on, number one, an attitude, an attitude of faith. Remembering now that nothing in the kingdom moves without faith. And without faith, it is absolutely, totally, completely impossible to please God. So we have to look at our lives and begin to move forward in an attitude of faith. Not just a saying of faith, but make it an attitude. Make it an attitude in your life. Somebody says, well, she has an attitude. Well, have that one. Make it an attitude of faith. Hallelujah. Just have the audacity to trust God. Just have the audacity to believe God. Just have the audacity to accept what God says as truth and activate it, step out in it, walk in it. So it starts with, the, with an attitude. The attitude will affect your aptitude, which will affect your altitude, etc. And first, we're looking at John chapter 15. When he, in John chapter 15, he talks about, Yahushua is speaking there. He says, I am the vine. My father is the vine dresser or the husbandry. And he said, you are the branches. Hallelujah. And he goes on to make some analogies about that. One of the things he makes a point on is that without him, it is impossible for us to do anything. He says, without him, we can do nothing. And we know that in order to please him, we have to have faith. We have to walk in faith. But he has given us the measure of faith. The second thing we are gaining momentum in this year is a commitment, a commitment of excellence. And you can say a commitment to excellence. We're committed to excellence this year. We're walking in excellence. So not only are we exercising an attitude of faith, which is the currency of the kingdom of God. It is the currency that causes things that are unseen to manifest, to become seen, to become visible, to move from the realm of truth into, to take that same truth and move it into a realm of fact, where truth, which is reality, becomes a matter of fact. It becomes a matter. It becomes matter as a matter of fact. But it is truth. And truth is greater than fact. But we want truth to become fact. We want truth to cancel out facts that are against us and to become those facts that are in our favor. And so faith and a commitment, an attitude of faith and a commitment to excellence is going to cause us to move even more effectively in that this year and in this scripture in John chapter 15, the whole chapter there and especially the, uh, the first uh, 12 verses or so, where he's talking about, Yeshua is talking about us, the Father, and himself. And that the Father dresses the vine. We are the branches. If you cut those branches off, <laughs> it's separated from its life source. He is the vine. We are the branches. And we need to be connected to him and abide in him. And as we abide in him, this chapter is talking about that, abiding in him. And some great things happen to us when we 
abide in the Messiah. Let's look at a scripture here. Verse 7, he says, of chapter 15, he says, If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. Herein is my Father glorified, that ye bear much fruit. So shall ye be my disciples. As the Father hath loved me, so have I loved you. Continue ye in my love. If ye keep my commandments, ye shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments, and abide in his love. These things have I spoken unto you, that my joy might remain in you, and that your joy might be full. Verse 6, he says, If a man abides not in me, he is cast forth as a branch, and is withered. And men gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. But if you read the previous verses, you get the context of what I was saying earlier about we can do nothing except through Christ. And so he's telling us here in this passage of Scripture regarding um, our recognition of faith as a currency and regarding the reality of having that attitude of faith and being committed to excellence because he is excellent, that as we abide in him, great things are going to happen for us. So that is why we worship him. That is why the three things that we are looking at in our mission statement, in overarching everything we do, is worship, word, and service. So we are worshiping him, putting him first. That's what the pre-service prayer time is for. What people don't realize is when they're coming in is this is the first stage in the vision. Because, and that is to worship him, not asking him for things, but having a time where he is just totally set apart and honored. And if we can't do that, everything else will fail. That has to be first. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. So in John chapter 15, Yeshua is saying, when we abide in him, he said, we will bear much fruit. And the reason he wants us to abide in him. He said, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you can ask what you will. What are we asking? We're asking according to the will of God, to the word of God, and what will happen? He said, if we do that, he said, then we will receive from God. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask what you will and it will be done unto you. What's the reason for that? He said, so my father is glorified. How is his, the father glorified, or how is he recognized in all of this? He said, this is how it happens. He said, the Father wants us to bear much fruit. That's the reason for abiding in him and his word abiding in us. That's the reason for asking and receiving from him. It's because as we receive, we begin to produce fruit. We gain momentum. We produce fruit, and we want to be excellent fruit producers, don't we? I said, don't we? We don't want mediocre fruit, do we? We don't want rotten fruit, wormy fruit. We want fruit so good that it frightens the worms. They'll say, oh, that's too perfect to mess with, to mess with. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. They may not say it's too perfect, but when they look at it, they say, oh, that's dangerous fruit. Hallelujah. Not only does it look good, but we've experienced that kind before. When we mess with that one, we die. Hallelujah. So, so this is the power of the Word of God in our lives. Number three, we, as we gain momentum, we're gaining momentum in having a determination to serve 
rather than be recognized. Some people will only serve if they get accolades. Those things are nice. But if nobody recognizes us, remember we're doing our service, for, according to Colossians, heartedly as unto the Lord. We're serving one another, but we're doing this unto the Lord. We're serving the Lord. And whether we receive recognition here or not is not the point. The point is how well will we serve him? Can he say, well done, you thou good and faithful servant? Whoo, hallelujah, that I'm telling you, that's powerful with him. And so we want to serve him, have a determination to serve beyond our desire to be recognized. And number four, we want to seek results. As we gain momentum this year, our desire is to seek results. We are results, results seekers, result seekers, results seekers. That's very important. Not so much as seeking activities for just for activity's sake. Now see, some people will just put on events and do things every year because it's an activity that they do, and they just put it on for activity's sake. And so we are seeking this year, as we gain momentum, results rather than just having activities for activity's sake. So when we're having speakers and so forth in and having different areas of ministry, that's for results. If there are no results, we'll stop it and do that which produces results. And one area we're starting is opportunities, having, the, uh, you know, feeding the, the vision. That's an opportunity uh, of, um, treasure chest so that when God says do something, we can do it immediately. Number five is delegate, that is release the potential in others. We're gaining momentum in that area, delegating and releasing the potential in others. Let me give you this scripture, Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29. Proverbs 22, 29 says, Seest thou a man diligent in his business? He shall stand before kings. He shall not stand before mean or obscure men. So when people are excellent in their service, in their doing, then you have powerful results. But when you are able to delegate to people and they become excellent in what has been delegated to them, you are now releasing the potential in them. That's how ministry expands. That's how the vision expands. That's how the purpose expands. That's how the mission is complete and fulfilled. And that is how we move forward as we're gaining momentum. This year, you will be moving in areas where responsibilities will be released unto you as you gain momentum and we do it better when we do it together and we do it best in the spirit of excellence serving together with excellence in motion. So we're going to the top. Tell somebody right now, I'm gaining momentum in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Let's give the Lord praise. Come on, give him praise. Hallelujah. Come on, give the Lord praise. Give him praise for your victory this year. Give him praise for your miracles this year. Give him praise for your family this year. Give him praise for the goodness that's coming into your life and your home this year. Come on, give the Lord praise today. Give God praise for your future. You can see it. Your future is in your hands right now. Come on, give the Rebashaya. Release your faith. That's your currency. Give God praise. Give God praise. 
Give God praise. Come on, give God praise. Oh, come on, come on now. Give the Lord praise. Come on, give the Lord praise. Let's move beyond program now. This is a time to praise him. This is a type of prayer. You're praising him now, thanking him for the results in your home, the results in your family, the results in your life, the results. You are gaining momentum, and you're moving forward in the spirit of excellence. Hallelujah. Now lift your hands unto the Lord right now. Just lift your hands unto him and begin to magnify him right now. Just lift your hands unto the Lord. Come on, lift your hands to him and begin to magnify him.